Welcome to Minding My Business. I'm Greg. I own and operate a group of cafes called Goodness Gracious in Auckland, New Zealand. I started this podcast to document my journey as I look to operate and grow the business. It's as much a personal reference as it is for others who might find some value in my experiences and viewpoints. So if that's what you've come here for, I hope you enjoy it. Hey, so I just wanted to give a little heads up that this was recorded on uh, the 10th of this month. Um, and since then, the WHO has uh, classed um, coronavirus as a pandemic um, and things have changed fairly rapidly. Uh, a lot of um, international sporting events and uh, public gatherings uh, around the world and in New Zealand have been uh, cancelled or postponed until further notice, um, such as the moves to uh, mitigate the risk of the spread of the virus. Hey podcast, so um, I titled this episode uh, Business is Unusual um, and really um, the reality of the situation is that we're on the brink of I guess some unprecedented times. Um, so from the last episode to this, um, the coronavirus or COVID-19 um, has uh, taken hold, I guess you'd say, um, in terms of uh, infecting the uh, world's population. And we're on the, uh, I guess, the precipice of a, a global pandemic. Um, and so, yeah, it's really just uh, causing some uncertain uh, times. Um, so with regards to the business, it, it really is just uh, one day at a time. Um, and I thought I'd just take the opportunity, I guess, to give my thoughts on it, um, you know, from a small business operator's perspective. Um, it's almost like, where do, you, where do you start? But I guess... Um, with regards to um, the pandemic or possible pandemic, uh, in my views, where you know there's a few banks um, now calling a, a recession is on the cards, which um, I guess outside of the pandemic, um, a few months ago, I kind of had the feeling that we were um, heading in that direction anyway. But um, you know to know or see that a pandemic would be the catalyst for it um, was definitely uh, outside of my knowledge. Um, but, you know, staring at the face of it and what's going on in the world, uh, I think, um, you know, it is going to have uh, some impact. It has already uh, in terms of, um, you know, the world economies and in a local sense um you know there's been some travel bans uh from countries that have um you know where the virus has presented itself and uh in auckland there's already um some restaurants and businesses in the city uh that are closing on the back of that um i guess they are more um reliant on an international market um so it's hit them first uh, with regards to our stores, um, you know, they're kind of, um, I guess, shielded a little bit by being more um, 
locally facing. Um, one of our stores, uh, Eden Terrace, um, definitely does have a, a, a tourism um, or tourist tourist kind of component to it. Uh, and, you know, we are down a little bit. Um, and in terms of internationals coming through, um, you know, before all of this, you, you could have easily said there was one or two tables a day um, that was a direct result of tourists. Um, and it appears uh, that they have dried up somewhat. Um, so we are starting to see some effects. But I guess my major concerns is, um, you know, not really for the illness itself in terms of health, although from what we understand at this time, it, it generally seems to be um, 60 year olds and above that are more um, prone um, to being affected and that um, and also people with underlying um, health conditions so um, you know I, I guess you know with our kind of age bracket and I guess for a big part of the population um, some health concerns for their own well-being, um, you know, they're relying, I guess, a, a bit on logic and stats, but they, they feel all right about it. Um, but there obviously is a, um, you know, a public awareness and a public obligation to uh, be doing what you can to mitigate the risks of the virus, to not spread it through the population, because um, it is having an effect um in, in the elderly, so to speak, and um, yeah, I mean, going back to the concerns from a small business operator, I guess my major, major concern is just um, a really short, sharp stop to trade, um, you know, and if I kind of use that in a, in a cafe type um analogy you know a couple of our cafes are in high density areas um, with some big office populations around uh, and the way that I see it is that if anyone in those offices is um, you know diagnosed to have um, the virus then I imagine um, most of their office if not all will um, be told to work from home and, and go into isolation um, and then you know for a lot of those companies they do have the ability to work remotely and us being a bricks and mortar store um, that's where our trade will dry up um, obviously with heightened public awareness um, and your public obligations um, if any of our staff presented um, with any kind of sickness whether that be uh, a cold or the seasonal flu outside of the virus then um, you know they definitely can't be at work um, and I, I think for us uh, in New Zealand being on the cusp of winter um, I have a I have a real inkling that um, I feel like the virus is actually a lot more spread through the community than what's um, what has actually been publicised. Um, and I, I think that based on some anecdotal evidence of, of people um, that I know in the past month have been quite sick um, and it has been more of a respiratory illness. Um, and it just seems like uncommon timing in the year. I mean, that is um, still really in our summer months. Um, and so the degree that they were sick um, just 
seemed a little bit off in itself um, and now retrospectively with you know more information at hand and things like that um, you know I, I feel logic would suggest that it is the virus and I think um, logic would also suggest that um, the range of how it affects people is probably quite great I mean you know if you look at any virus um, you know and I would preface all of this by saying that I'm I'm a layman. I'm not obviously. I'm a I'm a hospitality person. I'm I'm no doctor or scientist. But I just think logically, when you look at a flu, it always affects people differently to different degrees. And the same flu can be quite different for um, two people experiencing it in the same season. So, um, you know, to me, it would suggest that the effects of this virus are going to vary from person to person. Um, there's always there's already been reports that. Um, you know, some of it has, you know, some people's uh, experiences have been very, very mild to the point that um, it hasn't been much of anything. Um, and then there's the other end of this, uh, the spectrum, I guess, where the effects are more extreme. And I would suggest that that is the majority of people that have then gone on to get tested um, that have subsequently um you know, come up showing the virus. So I just think there's a huge number of people that uh, have been carrying it or are carrying it, um, and it just um, it's just going unreported or unrecorded. Um, and so, you know, with that, I guess being on the cusp of winter, um, everyone knows that the flu you know, more often than not presents itself more in winter. Um, so I would suggest that the effects of this virus for us locally in New Zealand are probably going to present more uh, as we go into winter. Um, I think for everyone, it's it's more the rate of infection, which is um, quite the, sc the scary part in, in that respect. Um, you know, from memory, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure it was Italy, but maybe another European country. I think one week it was reported that they had um, three confirmed cases and then two weeks later they were at a number around 3,000 or something to that effect. Um, and that really just shows the the rate of the infection um, is huge. And I guess that's what corresponds to my fear of just a lot of people being down at one time, um, you know, and that's you know, whether people have the cold or flu um, or this virus, that's them um, self-isolating uh, as a precaution and as a public obligation. Um, you know, I also think that, um, you know, it currently as it stands, our testing is done um, at the local doctors slash GPs. Um, and I think if that doesn't change, then they are going to be inundated with people um, with varying types of um, illnesses that are unsure of what they've got so they're going to be wanting to be tested um, but on the flip side you're also going to have a lot of people that aren't going to go to the GP for the fact that there's possibly a hundred other people waiting there that don't know what they've got so um, there's no way that you want to go and be within the realms of those people to be tested um, just in case you don't have it so um, you know that that in terms of a business aspect and a real slowing of trade, like almost a halt, um, that is my my biggest concern. And I really hope that I'm not correct, but um, 
I kind of feel like that is what's on the cards. Um, so there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier in the piece, I, I think it really is unprecedented times. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what um, banks and, and landlords and, and the like, um, what they do in situations like this. Um, early on, I had some concerns and I emailed my insurance broker and bank and um, the insurance broker advised that, you know, it's very rare for any business um, in any industry to have a um, any kind of pandemic cover um, so that, you know, there's nothing really there. Um, the bank, I, I did get somewhat of a sarcastic response. Um, and I think as the... Um, as the whole thing has progressed and, um, you know, appeared to have gotten much worse or, or affect countries more than possibly what they were thinking, um, that response was then followed up with something um, a bit more professional. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I don't hold a lot of faith that they were you know, had any real um, process or support or really were entertaining any scenarios, um, which I think probably a lot of people are now. Um, and so, yeah, I think for our business, it's just a matter of um, operating day to day um, and, uh, you know, really having an, an ability to be as nimble um, and as light as we can. Um, a lot of people know that hospitality is um, is a cash flow orientated business, so a real halt in that um, really does have some grave concerns. Um, you know, in terms of any options that would be available, I, I would just hope that um, you know things like the banks and and whatnot um, might be able to defer payments on existing loans or um, interest only or things like that. And I guess in conversations um, and things where I've kind of expressed that um, as an option, uh, there's been a couple of murmurs um, of people saying, well, you know, we don't exactly live in a perfect world and that would be great. Um, but to me, you know, there's not exactly many people that have operated through a pandemic. So, um, you know, again, unprecedented times, um, you know, may have unprecedented, unprecedented solutions um, or options. And, and so for me, um, anything is really on the table um, because the, um, the issue is, is ever evolving. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope that um, none of my fears come to fruition, but um, I think at this time they are um, very real. And um, my mindset around the business and its operation is, is definitely around that. Um, and so, yeah, best of luck to everyone. Um, you know, I will give some more updates, I guess, in uh, further episodes as to how we're tracking. Um, but it uh, has, yeah, it's really become apparent that we, we are going to be in for a recession. Um, and that's not, I guess, you know, with with my kind of thoughts in the last year that that was on the cards and and really for me if you're going to be in long-term business I see that as kind of part and parcel um 
of the world and and you're going to have to navigate one of those or a few of those in your time if you want to be in long-term business um, but I guess it's more the way in which it's come about and the unknown nature of uh, the possible um, pandemic that um, is really on everyone's minds. Thanks for listening to Mind in My Business. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to know more about Goodness Gracious, you can find us at goodnessgracious.co.nz or you can find me at instagram.com forward slash youfoundgreg, Y-O-U-F-O-U-N-D-G-R-E-G or linkedin.com forward slash youfoundgreg. Catch you later.